Hello and welcome to the What's On podcast where we talk about films and we discuss films and we review films. I'm Billy Ray. I'm Ellie. And I'm Tom. And uh, today is our first themed episode and we're doing it on video game movies. Yeah. Um, so this one's probably not going to be quite as structured. We're just kind of, we've got our own lists of our top five and we're, good, we're just going to kind of wing it a little bit. I'm quite interested to see what we've all got because it sounds like from briefly discussing this before recording that everyone's got something a little bit different. I'm just throwing curveballs out there, personally. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we start from our number fives and then like work our way up to our personal number ones, like our best ones sort of thing? Okay, I only like, have four, so I'm just going to not join in for number five because I, 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 I haven't played that many video games versus the ones who've actually then come out and film and then thus seen those films as well so i'm i'm kind of not the expert at this particular topic but i'll give it a crack that's fair enough okay do you want to go first Lily? i'm really i'm actually really interested to see what i can't i just said i can't i thought we were going to do number five no i mean like are we going to go through Ellie's list first? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. go through your whole list first. Go through your whole list, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, I'll, okay. I'll just, I'll just be complete, completely quiet, just let you go and not say anything. Okay. Just... Number four, Angry Birds. What? Because I, I just don't even know. I don't know so much, but I'm going to keep it silent. <laughs> I'm going to keep quiet. Number four, Angry Birds. What? <laughs> Sorry. Not even <laughs> half a second. And the reason I say Angry Birds isn't because it's of any particular good quality or because a funny film or a good film in any way, shape or form. I'm just absolutely mystified that they somehow managed to turn a, a mobile game into a, a legitimate film. I, I just... It blows my mind. So I have to credit them in some way because that is um, very impressive I mean, to be that level of shit. <laughs> you say shit. To give some perspective, it's the highest grossing video game film of all time. Well, there you go. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Really? I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's Angry Birds the movie. Let me double check. I am check. shocked. I am so disappointed. Let me double shook? check my Are you fat. I'm shooketh. I'm shooketh. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just I'm just impressed to, to, to begin with that they managed to take a mobile phone app game. Because it's not even like a PS game or an Xbox or a PC game. It was a fucking mobile app. Yeah, it's a casual game, isn't a it? A casual game that they have turned into a film. I just, I found that <laughs> you've got to credit it in some way, shape or form. And that's how I'm going to do it. Terrorlight's the second. But still, still that's pretty high. Still, my yeah, God. It, I mean, it's above like Resident Evil: The Final Chapter. Well, that's, that's just, just a terrible yeah. film. You say that, but Resident Evil: The Final Chapter is third in gross. They those films did so well. They did. <laughs> right. What's your number three, Ellie? My number three is the Super Mario Brothers because it was a really, really, really funny film when I was a kid. God, like it was so so funny. Again, really shitty film. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Sue me. My number two. Now this is where I start to just kind of bend rules and be like, sod it. You gave me a structured rule on how to make this list of five. I'm going to throw all those rules out the window. You didn't even make five. I didn't even make five. <laughs> Lego films. All of because like uh, uh, no, hold on. they're not video game films I, here's my argument okay so <laughs> I hope this goes through because it's going to help me with my next one yes they were Lego first as in the physical structural thing but then they had video games before they had the films they so did then, but which, which films are you talking about like specifically? the Batman one and which is based on comics no, Lego. Wait. The Lego Batman <laughs> character is based on the character from the Lego movie. Woo! Oh, okay. But the Lego movie is not a video game. Well, <laughs> I don't care. I'm saying the Lego films. Okay. And Pokemon movies, all of them. 
And you're going to fight me. I will. No, no, I will accept that because the Pokemon. to talk about. Come on, there must be one Pokemon film. Like, I mean, no, there is one. It's the first one, right? The Pokemon film. Yeah, Pokemon the movie. I actually haven't seen Pokemon the movie. It's the one where Ash dies. Oh, that one. Is that yeah. where Pikachu talks? No! And we are not going to watch that because Pikachu can't talk. Meowth can. I accept that Meowth can. But if Pikachu can, it just, the, no. It ruins the magic. It really does and ruin the magic. And they also give Pikachu a male voice. Pikachu's not a male. <laughs> Pikachu's a girl. And it does really ruin the magic because it's like this whole time you've been able to speak and you've just been sitting around yeah. going, Pika, Pika. Yeah, fuck you, fuck you little you. orange There were so many yellow, times that you could have gotten us out of trouble and you just chose to not. <laughs> I don't watch Pokemon. I've just opened up a whole can of worms you that really I am have unfamiliar with. You really have a whole with. can of worms. <laughs> I opened up a can of worms without reading the label. With a Rostantin opener. Golf clap. Golf clap. Golf clap. <laughs> I don't want to pop the microphone too loud, so golf clap. You got through those a lot quicker than I was expecting. Well, you guys shit on all of them, so... Well, I mean... Oh, come on. First That's of all, she only had four, and the second one... Uh, her number two wasn't even based on video games Although, anyway. I just like Legos. Technically, she had about 50. <laughs> technically. <laughs> considering that the first two choices were multiple films. I but... overachieved, what can I say? <laughs> Ellie's indecisive. It's cool. We, we knew we knew something like this would happen anyway. Right? Eventually, indecisive yeah. and greedy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my list here. What I've I've only got one per franchise in the list. Just one just per franchise. I thought, I thought that'd be list. fair. Okay, okay. Um, I might have to reconsider. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, okay. I've also got a list of ones that I think are good that aren't in the list, which, well, actually, it's not a list, it's one film. Do you have a list and for your list? I have See. a list of bad ones that aren't in the list and a list of ones I haven't seen. <laughs> okay, well, let's, uh, let's go through your, your top five and okay, then, and then yeah. your, honor- your honourable mention. Yeah, and we, we can do that afterwards, all the other ones as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at number five, I got Prince of Persia. Have you seen Prince of Persia? Yes, I have I forgot seen Prince about of Prince of Persia. Persia. Can, I, that, can that be my number five as well? Hell yeah. <laughs> I thought it was... Uh, quite decent like not 100% faithful to the games but didn't really bother me too much like it's not a good it's not a great film to be honest I love a bit of whitewashing too yeah, yeah <laughs> I love a bit of that but like the action scenes were great and special effects were right it's not a great film though I feel like video game films are a bit of a they're a bit of a mess to be honest aren't they there's not a, there's not a lot where you can be like that was great I mean I think the problem with that Prince of is that you're talking about Prince of Persia Sounds of Time right yeah that's the one the big problem with it is A, Jake Gyllenhaal is the Prince of Persia. Yeah, white guy. Yeah. Mm. And, and, B, and B, it's a Disney film. Is it a Disney it's film? It's a Disney yeah. film. I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I just remember the first time I watched it, I was like, that wasn't bad. I, I'm, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not impressed, but it wasn't bad. It, yeah. I guess I was impressed by the fact that it wasn't terrible. <laughs> it is a rarity. At uh, number four, this is one of those films where it's just a lot of fun to watch even though it's not amazing but at number four I've got Mortal Kombat <gasps> Mortal Kombat dun, 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 is, which which one the first Mortal Kombat one. or after the first one not Annihilation oh, Annihilation can fuck right up <laughs> no yeah Mortal Kombat is decent uh, like when it gets to the middle of the film the story just completely halts and it's just fight scenes but that is Mortal Kombat yeah right I mean, so that's decent they also formed the story of the first game which barely has much story at all to be honest 
it's done through like screens of writing, oh, and yeah. they they did it pre- they did it justice. Mm. Is, um, is is that the one where Liu Kang tra- like transforms into something in the film? No, that's annihilation. That's annihilation, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. Animalities, with, like not everything in a video game needs to be adapted into the films. To be no. honest, it's not. It's not. No. Um, at number three, I've got the very first Resident Evil film, which yeah. I think is arguably the best one in terms of film theory. In terms of in terms of film, I agree with you. Like I, from two onwards, they get really wacky, but the first one I think is a pretty solid horror film, and it also could work within the Resident Evil games. Yeah. Because none of the video game characters are in it; it's just set in its own location, so that could easily be something that's happening off screen in the games. I think it was a pretty solid film. Got a bit wacky at the end when she just starts kung fu kicking dogs. It's Wesker. Like, That's not very Resident Evil. <laughs> it's, it's Wesker not in the first film. No, Wesker doesn't come in until number four, I believe. Okay. No, f- number three, but only that as a brief appearance around a table. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. <laughs> so I put Resident Evil as number three. Pretty solid. Works in terms of the video games as well, which I like. And Mila Jovovich is hot. Yeah, she's really good. She gets a lot of crap. I feel bad for her. <laughs> At number two, I've got the very newest Tomb Raider film, which is a reboot of the films and a, from the reboot of the games. Mm-hmm. I know you, you two haven't seen it yet, but we'll get there. But what I've, <laughs> I've, I've played the reboot Tomb Raider game, and it's supposed to be based off of that, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. new Lara, younger Lara. Young Lara. She wears trousers. Pre-Tomb Raider Lara. Yeah. She's just becoming a survivor. She's learning how to fight, that sort of thing. Thought the film portrayed that really well. It shows her fighting, shows her being a bit more emotional about things, rather than just a stone-cold murderer and <laughs> killer of extinct species. Sees a dinosaur, kills it. I was going to say, she does shoot a T-Rex to death. Yeah, rather than documenting this <laughs> discovery, she'd rather destroy it. Um, I thought it was a pretty good film. It, de- it deviates from the games in a... A really unexpected way, which you'll get when you see it. I'm not going to say what happens, because that would be a spoiler. But there's a really big twist towards like the middle of the game, where it's like, oh, that's brave. Um, which they did pretty well. It was, it's, it's a bit sucky in some ways, but you know, you got to take risks. You can't. Otherwise, it'd be boring, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. And at number one, I've got Silent Hill. Okay. I thought is probably the most faithful adaptation there is. Not, that's not why it's number one for me, though. I think the atmosphere was perfect mm. like they couldn't have made a more perfect Silent Hill yeah the fog effects just the way it deteriorates into the dark world I mean um, the acting was great is it was they, like, they added the siren in the movie yeah that, it was in the game but it works differently in the, yeah in I was going to say it's in different the dark, in, the, yeah. in the game like in the film it that the siren always happens when it's going all evil and spooky there was a lot of unnecessary things that they changed like they made the main character the, the mum instead of the dad for some reason oh the yeah, this, yeah the film had this theme of uh, mother as God in the eyes of a child and it was really cheesy I didn't like it very much and uh, the story changed quite dramatically like it was pretty faithful but it was also dumbed down quite a bit so that like, it suited a film's purpose more I suppose the game is very psychological uh, I mean yeah. all Great three game. of them yeah. so it's very hard to adapt some of the fucked up shit that's in that game yeah, to a cinema film. I'm surprised that they still haven't made Silent Hill 2 into a film yet. Like, they've done Silent but, Hill 1 and 3 because they follow on together. 
But then again, Silent Hill 2 would be a, Silent Hill a 2 is devastating the worst one, if we're like, being honest. <laughs> nobody wants to see Pyramid Head fuck a leg monster, or no, sorry, no, rape yeah. a leg monster on screen. Yeah. Like, it's not... Yeah, that would... It, Silent Hill 2 as a film would be really difficult to watch. Yeah. And there's just way too much hype around it. Like, no one's going to be happy with it anyway. Oh, no, it's no, It's not no. even worth trying. No, I completely agree. Nobody would be happy with an adaptation of that no. game. HD Reboot people would love they already did that they did but it played like fucking ass. really bad <laughs> it was so bad so that's my top five which is quite different from yours ellie <laughs> i'm jovial and youthful you're all about the dark and the undesirable and i i, I i've played a lot of resident <laughs> evil and silent hill and you have a black soul i do have you a, just have yeah. a dark nasty soul in, in terms of adapting games to films that your ones are probably a lot more faithful and better in that way Super Mario yeah. Bros. is not a faithful adaptation. <laughs> no, it was awful. <laughs> it was so bad. But, your top, but it was funny. Your top two choices made sense, though, I think. <laughs> Except the second one wasn't based on video games. It was based on bloody Lego. <laughs> yeah, but the Lego movie is sick. It is, but it's Yeah, she case closed. <laughs> Lego, Lego Batman is fantastic. Lego Batman is one of DC's best films, which is really, it is. Which is really <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> for them. <laughs> Like of the past ten years, <laughs> I remember watching it with Tom and turning to him and be like, "This is the best film I've ever seen." <laughs> yeah, I think the best release beforehand was what, like the last Batman trilogy, yeah. the Dark Knight trilogy yeah. was the last yeah. good DC releases before Lego Batman, the, before the new stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> but you can't afford the Dark Knight series except the last one. Yeah, it's my favorite one, but really? that's another fair conversation. Enough. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I'm interested to hear your top five, Tom. Alright, well, uh, let's start with number five then, shall we? So number five, not because it's a particularly good film, but because I fucking loved it. And it has a good way to start a defence. Yeah, uh, and it has The Rock in it. Angry Birds. Oh, it's Doom. (laughs) It's Doom. It is Doom. Okay. Like, the beginning of the film, really slow. Like, not amazing. Uh, But The Rock is really cool. And oh God, I haven't seen Doom in ages. There's a really awesome first-person sequence in that film, which just looks like he's in a video game. Mm. Fucking shit up, and you just see like the gun in front of the camera as if you were playing like Call of Duty or something. So it was for the time. What was it when it came out? Fucking two thousand. And... I am literally looking at it now. October it was 2005. Yeah, two thousand five. That sequence gets a lot of shit in reviews, but I thought it was pretty yeah, cool, to be honest, it I does, have to admit. It gets a lot of shit, but I, I enjoyed it. I've never seen it, I'd like to. You've never seen Doom, yeah. The first person sequence is pretty cool. I don't care what people say. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, so, number four for me. Oh, this is close. This is... We're going to only one film... I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with I'm your sorry, order. I've messed up your list. No 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 I'm no so no, no, no it's fine. I had two Resident Evil films, so I just have to cut one. Oh, okay. Uh, but it, it's fine. It it's it is actually fine. Which okay. <laughs> uh, so number four for me is Silent Hill. Nice. I really like that film. Um, I don't think I need to talk about it because we just spoke about it. But yeah, very good film. What do you think? Because of the same reasons that I thought, <coughs> or do you have other? Very foggy. Good, good, uh, good fog use. I remember watching it when I was younger. I think I actually watched it before I played the fucking game, and it terrified me. <laughs> like the atmosphere of the film absolutely terrified me. It legit scared me as a child as well. I saw so, it when I was a child. I saw I saw a lot of horror films as a child. It it shaped me as a person. Funny story. <laughs> 
I went when Blockbusters was still open. Yes, this is how long ago this was. <laughs> Me and my dad went to go. Well, we went we went there to pick out films and stuff. And I picked up Silent Hill, but I was young, so my dad was like, well, "You're not watching that." Um, and he just he looked at it. And he went, what, "What do you want to know? Sean Bean's in it. He's going to die. The end." It's the one thing where he doesn't he die. Doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't die in it. <laughs> I didn't want to ruin Is he the bad guy it. then? No, he's the good guy. Oh my god, it's his one film where he doesn't die or is he the bad guy? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Silent Hill was a pretty solid film. So. Silent Hill, very enjoyable. Number three. Number three. Again, very hard. There's a lot of things that are quite tight at the top of my list. I think my number three is going to have to be... The first Hitman film. I forgot about Hitman! Oh my god, I love Hitman! Such a good film, amazing gameplay. I can't believe I fucking forgot about it. I love Hitman! I didn't even realise it was a video game until I watched the film. And I was like, oh, this is really good. And my friend was like, oh, it's a video game. And I was like, sick, let's play it. I have seen Hitman once when I was little. I didn't like it very much. I might like it more as an adult. Mm. I don't remember much about it. Yeah, see, for me, I think it might be more of a, you know, nostalgia, played a lot of Hitman as a child, but the whole, you know, Agent 47, any, they could do anything with Agent 47, and I really like the newer Hitman films, but I think I have to go for this one for the original, or the first one, for nostalgia's sake, but I really enjoy the Hitman films, and there's a lot they can do with that character. Is there more than one Hitman film? Yeah, I think there was... Let me let me look, double check. The f- one I'm talking about came out in like 2007. Yeah, 2007. I'm not entirely familiar with Hitman, but I'm aware that he's Agent 47. Yeah. So with the films, I'm I'm supposing you could probably have all different agents in each film. It could be all new stories and stuff. Well, Do they all look the same? Are they clones or something? Or are they just different I'm, agents? I believe Agent. No, they're not. I don't think they're clones. Man, it's been so long since I played a Hitman game. Don't think they're clones. Uh, it's, they're like a group of. They take like a group of young boys and they give them barcode tattoos on the back of their necks, shave their oh, hair off, oh, and yeah, uh, <laughs> train them to be assassins and oh, I see. fuck okay. people's shit up. That's dark. It isn't. Yeah, the the whole premise is pretty dark. Where Hitman yeah, whenever comes from. we just we bring Resident Evil up one time and it's all clones with me. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> common trope in video games. Clones, yeah. Clones, yeah. Uh, so my number two is sort of a film that neither of you have mentioned. It's mm. Warcraft. I haven't seen it. I've not seen uh, Warcraft. I haven't played it either. It's not my jam. I'm not a, <gasps> I'm not a big fantasy guy. Also, I have a very addictive personality with yeah, games. Don't... And I feel like if I start an RPG, I'm going to get so invested. Because I started playing The Sims in my first year of uni. Mm. And I nearly didn't submit an essay. And then I stopped. Yeah. Because like, The Sims, I'm, I'm done. I understand that. War, War, Warcraft is one of those things where I'm pretty sure they actually have rehabilitation centres for it. It's it's super, super addictive. It's very <laughs> difficult to pull yourself out of when you're in there. Um, you, you, you've no idea how much time you lose. It's worse than The Sims. So I can imagine. just don't play it. If, if The Sims is crack, wow is heroin. <laughs> <laughs> what can you tell us about the film? Uh, so essentially the film, I think it's based before the first Warcraft game. Um, it's uh, around how the orcs in the world in in the Warcraft universe actually got to where they are because the orcs are actually aliens they're from a different planet in the Warcraft world okay. didn't, you didn't know that did you no, they're I, from a different I planet I don't know a lot about Warcraft I'll be like one of their 
warlocks creates a, a portal to another planet and sends them over there and then they start warring with the humans and that's sort of the overall premise of this film it's like the tribal orc warlords going to war with the heroic humans is this also like the main story of the game or is it a side story or something or is it i mean its it's, it's like the pre- it's the precursor to the first game so oh, okay. for, for the first game i believe it's just men and orcs fighting each other and then they start adding more and more races into the games so this just sort of focuses around like the humans and the orcs so there's a lot of like wizards and mm. all kinds of stuff there's a lot of characters in the film that are young in the film but are like aged characters in the game and in like world of warcraft as well nice. so they do hold true and they play very well to the way the characters are actually written in the game as well and uh, the animation for the orcs is actually really good looking it's Solid. a nice addition to the gameplay actually I that's, think, that's, actually, which is very that's rare. a good thing to do with a film franchise set it before the game mm. like you don't always to explain have to, things yeah you don't always have to do completely base it on a certain game mm. but doing it beforehand yeah. you can explore more story that's cool I think the big thing about it is it's a video game that was made with the developers as well so where most video games will the developers will sell the right to make a movie on the game to a production company Blizzard actually worked with the production company to make the movie. Mm. That's good. So, so you know their hearts are in the right place with it, with the project. And if you've ever seen a Blizzard cinematic, it's breathtaking. Like that company knows what they're doing. Why? So. Do, why do you think that that film didn't do so well then? Uh, was it commercially or reviews wise? It I don't didn't. Remember. I think it was a financial bomb. I believe. I don't think it did well financially. Yeah, I believe it didn't do very well financially, which really surprised me because I thought that film had so much hype around it when it was being announced. Like as soon as I heard there was a World of Warcraft film coming out, I was like that's that's going to be mega popular. That's going to make like mega bucks. Yeah, I think they still they lost like between 15 to 40 million, I think. Surprising on that film, which is very surprising. It grossed like 430 uh million, which is not not enough I guess I they spent a lot of money on it it might have been jumping to CGI when they doing the whole CGI thing when they maybe just giving it a couple more years it would have been a bit more well, affordable I, I don't know I'm not, I'm not a big movie if, moogle am I if you didn't if you didn't know that you know if you didn't know about Warcraft you would have no idea this film was coming out mm. like I had heard that the film was being made and then forgotten about the film and didn't realise it was out until I saw it on Netflix mm. okay. so like <laughs> I can, it's your fault. <laughs> I can see where the problem lies. They didn't really. I we didn't probably, push it to the mainstream enough. We probably did not get it in the cinema mm. in this country. Mm. Probably wasn't enough marketing surrounding it. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. Not enough. They probably they probably expected that the fan base of Warcraft would be enough. No, they'll but, sit at home and stream it from somewhere pirated. Yeah, yeah they'll just steal it. So <laughs> I was gonna say these are video game nerds. You need to aim it at like. They're not going to leave their you need basement. To aim at the fantasy film watchers. You need to aim at the Game of Thrones watchers. Yeah. Before <laughs> anybody has a go at me, being like, "Oh, you're having a go at these nerdy people sitting in their basement." I would be one of those people if it were not for you two forcing me to come outside. Anyway, my number one, because we just went on like a ten-minute tangent. My number one will probably be of great surprise. Probably be. Angry Birds. Will probably be of great surprise. My number one is Resident Evil Afterlife. Okay. The, the 3D one. Pure disapproval yeah, yeah, yeah. there. The story of that film, absolute pap. It's a really enjoyable film. But I fucking love this. all of the, like, the slow motion fights, all the crazy stuff. Particularly the bit in the... Sh- is it, I think it's in the shower. With Claire. 
Yeah, and the guy like throws the axe and she like slides underneath it and then shoots it with the shotgun that's full of coins and oh man, there's so many awesome scenes in that film. Like I like, I believe it's also the one where she lands the plane on the prison, on the roof of the prison. I think it's that one as well. I'll have to double check yes, this. Yes, it is. I've just yeah, it is that one. Cuz um yeah. What's his name is like locked up in the prison. Uh, Chris. Name? Chris. Yeah. Chris Redfield. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna um, downplay that. It's it's good. It's a badass solid film. action. Yeah, not lie. A terrible story. But <laughs> yeah, the like, story's nothing. <laughs> I don't expect good stories from video game movies. No, I, I expect. I think after the second Resident Evil film, the story wasn't really important. <laughs> they're, well, they're all about it, action, right? Yeah, it was. It was clearly just fun action and watching Millie Overwich in slow motion, just shooting everything. Yeah, being badass as fuck. Right. Not gonna lie, when I saw the trailer for that film and the guy with the massive axe was in it from Resident Evil 5, I was pretty psyched. I wanted to see that really. Yeah, that's the guy from the first mission, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a crazy fun fight. It is a fun fight. Although when you first play it, it's a little bit intense. You don't realise you just have to run away from him. Yeah. You have to, and then you can go back once you've unlocked the infinite rocket launcher and go. <laughs> and then it's okay. That was too close. You were almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> You're right. We probably like lost a lot of respect from people from having Resident Evil in our list. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the list of films we're working with here, right? Yeah. If we're, we're being particularly honest, they aren't great films. No, I don't think uh, we had a great variety of actually good films. I would, I mean, I'd argue that even the, my top three have quite a few problems. Like, Silent Hill has a lot of problems, and it's still my number one. Like, Silent Hill pissed off a lot of fans. Yeah, it, it really did. But if you really want to be pissed off, see the sequel, Revelations, because that, that is a huge pile of shit. I can't believe you didn't say Tekken. Tekken's a yeah, film? There is a Tekken film. Yes, it came out in 2010. See, there's lots of things that we didn't even know were films. It's just, I think with films, I try and avoid the fighting game films. Mm. Except Mortal Kombat, which I really liked. What the hell can they do with Tekken? You finish Tekken 7 in 7 minutes. Literally. Well, I mean, like, do you realise that I finished like the arcade mode? It's not very long. But Tekken has this big overarching story. Oh, yeah, right, like, okay, like my Mortal bad. Kombat. Oh, and there like, was me thinking you were amazing. You've just made yourself look like shit. Fighting games I mean, I haven't made have. myself look like shit. <laughs> Everyone could beat Tekken that first. <laughs> Fighting games normally have really big, convoluted stories because there's so many characters. And the stories don't ever get mentioned in the games. Like, they do now. Like, I remember back in day, <laughs> to learn the story of Tekken, you had to read the instruction manual. Yeah, that, those were the days. With the very first Mortal Kombat game, you had to beat the game as one of the characters, and then you get like three pages of writing. And that was the story. <laughs> and somehow, they made that into a film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Are there yeah. any um, other films that actually I have a few films worth mentioning that didn't quite make the top five? I've got some that I thought aren't actually bad films. Well, actually, I've got a list of ones that are good that didn't make the top five, and it just says Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Oh, uh, the first <laughs> one, the Angelina Jolie one. Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid, fun action film. It's a fun film. That is, a, I think it's fun. It's good, and I loved it as a child because I really like Tomb Raider a mm. lot. And then in bad, I've got Tomb Raider Cradle of Life, which I also enjoy, but it's not very good. But then again, I've also got Resident Evil 2 to 6, and I really like Resident Evil 2 to 5. There's so yeah, many, there's I so mean, many bad films. 
<clears throat> if we were allowed more than one film per franchise, the first Resident Evil film would have been on my list at number four, probably. It's a good film. Um, it's creepy. Yeah, it is very creepy. It's very atmospheric. So, but really, really, there's no amazing standout like. House of the Dead was alright. House of the Dead was okay. Yeah. The thing with, scary film. The thing with um, <laughs> video game movies is that whenever they get announced that they're in pre-production, people are normally like, no, don't do it, you're going to ruin it. And then a trailer will come out and people will be like, really hyped. Like, this could be the one that breaks the curse of video game films. And then they watch the film and they're like, eh. I think there's one franchise that could be turned into an awesome set of films. What? Gears of War. I could work. I think they could turn that into a really awesome set of films. You know, it's just alien fighting films, right? Mm-hmm. Simple. Not there's not really a lot you can fuck up there. No, oh, they'll do it. They will probably fuck it up. They'll probably fuck up the chainsaw machine guns, like which is which is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, the Lancer gun. Yeah. And if you fuck that up, what's the point of making the movie? In um, a podcast I was listening to, so just to bring it on to upcoming video game films. You listen to other podcasts are... other than us? <laughs> <laughs> I heard that there that uh, a Metal Gear Solid film is in pre-production at the moment. Cool. Oh, okay. has written a script and called it the wackiest, most Kojima-type film ever. And... Um, which is annoying because Metal Gear is one of my favourite games and I'm not too sure if I want it to be a film or not because it's so meta as a game yeah yeah Yeah. which is a shame because it's so cinematic that it would make an amazing 10 hour film but (laughs) those aren't a thing Mm. (laughs) no one can endure that I mean if we're being honest the fucking opening hour of Phantom Pain is uh, excruciating enough for me to not want there to be a more uh, it's a literal pain yeah Yeah. wasn't a huge fan of uh, Phantom Pain's opening that was a very long hour. <laughs> you know what? The amount of time Tom, Tom was playing it and I was watching it, obviously because we borrowed your copy, and I was just watching him going, where the fuck are you meant to go? Who the fuck is this? Oh, look what the, the fuck he's doing now. I wasn't threatened. I was just like, what the fuck Th- is going is, on? This is a very like, standard Metal Gear Solid reaction. Like, who's this guy? Why is he flying? And now everything's on fire. Fan-bloody-tastic. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much Metal Gear in a nutshell. <laughs> Lie down, pretend you're dead. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I failed that one, didn't I? You did, because you weren't time. dead enough. Those are really... Even though you weren't moving. Like, in terms of video games, they're the most cinematic. That's the thing. Video games can be really cinematic, and it works. Like The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Last of Us and Metal Gear, probably some of the most cinematic video games ever. And yeah. obviously video games are now leaning more towards being cinematic, but... Horizon Zero Dawn. But it's because you're yeah, more immersed. Um, you're the one physically controlling what is happening to this person. When you're watching the film, you're just sitting back, so there's a barrier. So even if you do make it really cinematic, it still is lacklustre. Mm. So why do you guys think that video game films normally fall flat? Do you think it's because Because they've already got a set immersed. story that the director has to go with. It's And it's actually even harder than going from book to film and people have played it they put their very very personal emotions on the game Mm. so then you've got the question of right okay do I do what World of Warcraft did which was put it on the before do I actually just play out the story in a film do I go with a secondary character like where where do I actually go with this and I think I think it becomes very difficult to have creative freedom when the, the creative freedom has already been put in a very block set of this is how the game went do you see what I mean too many too many cooks spoil the broth yeah, it's hard to adapt things from one medium to another. Yeah. 
It's, it's why people are always like, the book was better. <laughs> well, of course the book was better because it's got so much more detail in it. The book's always going yeah. to be better. Name me one thing where the film was better. Same with video games. You can play a video game for like 10 hours and the film's an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's a case of, like, you have two options, really, when you make the film, don't you? You either expand on the already present and rich universe, in most cases. Or you tell the story again. Or you tell the story again. And as you were saying about the hours and stuff, so I've maybe spent a hundred hours on Horizon Zero Dawn quite easily. You can't now stick my experience into an hour and a half. A hundred hours exploring this place. You can't put that. Because I'll be like, well, what about this cave? What about this place? What about this merchant? He was really interesting. So it's it's similar to adapting from a book. You're going to miss out quite a chunk of it to get the general story. Yeah. Which, um, but the general... the. The little details really make up a story. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's a. If we're saying games that I think could easily easily be adapted to film, I think you could easily adapt Hellblade into a film. I, think, I oh, don't. I I think you could very easily adapt Hellblade into a film. I think though, if you, there would be a film that you would have to watch with headphones on to yeah. get a really immersive experience into what the film would be like, because it's a game where I feel like you need to wear headphones to really be immersed in it. The voices really fuck me up. Like, I find it really difficult. Yeah, it, 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 it's very disorientating. But I think they could turn something like that into a good film because the the game isn't about the action. The game is about... The experience. The experience. The game is about her progressing through quote-unquote hell. You but know? at this point, I don't even know if it's just a murky bog that we're just walking around in fucking circles. If I'm actually going to hell, I've got no idea what's bloody going on, and I love it. Sorry, small plug there for Hellblade, send you a sacrifice. It's absolutely amazing. I haven't finished it yet, but please go and buy it. It's all right. What, what other games do we think could actually make good video game films? And preferably not ruin... I don't think The Last of Us would be an amazing video game film, to be no. honest. It's already cinematic enough. Yeah. It maybe, works as it is. Maybe Left 4 Dead? Yeah. Because that's a game that has no story, really. Yeah, maybe some of the really basic video games could be good films, because there's not much to them. <laughs> <laughs> like, already. You Sorry, know, I just thought of Mr. Bomb. <laughs> Mr. Bom- Bomberman. <laughs> Mr. Bomberman is what she said. Bomberman Sorry, as a film. I was thinking of... Mr. Pac-Man and Mr. Bomberman. Pac- Mr. Pac-Man? In... No, because it's Mr. Pac-Man and Mrs. Pac-Man, no, isn't it's it? It's Pac-Man. just Pac-Man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so I was thinking of... There you go. Pac-Man. Make it, imagine Pac-Man as that, a film. That could be an interesting animated film, in all fairness. <laughs> Although I wouldn't want to see Pac-Man with a body. I think it would freak me out. Have you not played <laughs> Pac-Man World? Is... It's Crash Bandicoot a film. That could be a funny... That would be a very funny kids' film, Crash Bandicoot. It could be a funny kids' film. Or but... Rash Bandicoot, as I like to call him. There's a... Uh... Yeah, I guess you could do that. You could do a crash film. I'm not sure how successful it would be if I'm being honest. Like I said, it would yeah. aimed at children. Yeah, like, yeah. They could definitely do some very funny Crash Bandicoot shorts. Yeah. They made a Sonic the Hedgehog animated TV show, which wasn't that it's good. Crap. Is that the one where they're like, like they have guitars and stuff? I don't really remember it that well. I just remember thinking it wasn't very good, even as a kid. I think I know what you're talking about. It was really, really bad. Uh, Do you reckon video games might actually be better off adapted to TV shows? Because we were saying that, obviously, while you're only condensing it into like an hour and a half to two hours, you're losing a lot of the finer details. Whereas Netflix and things are picking up on things and making these web shows... You know, like the Marvel things, like Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and there's a lot more intricate detail in character building and stuff like that. Maybe that would work better as a video game adapt- 
adaptation. I think you're always going to have problems when you have a, a video game that you adapt into any other form of watching media because the whole point of a video game is you're interacting with it. As soon as you're watching something, you're taking a step back and it's even different for when you watch people nowadays um, who play the video game. You're still immersed in it because somebody is still controlling it. So you're still actually actively playing. Mm. Um, whereas if you're sitting back and watching, there's this kind of as I said before there's a distance so I think you are just going to lose a little bit of something along the way because the video game is its purpose is to be played yeah while I agree okay while I agree with what you're saying I think you know if HBO picked up uh, I don't know any video game wouldn't be interesting couldn't make a good thing out of League of Legends if they picked up like Horizon Zero Dawn yeah if HBO picked up Horizon Zero Dawn Mm. and you know made a 12 part series on it mm-hmm. you know 12 one hour episodes they could probably string together a really really good show because there's, there's enough there to work with as source material you know they don't even need to use like the original character that they could do a series on rust for example okay so then you're saying it could be done but they'd have to bring the big guns in yeah yeah it would nef- definitely need to be done by a netflix or a hbo somebody that you know is committed to building a universe yeah. a world as opposed to somebody that just wants to bang out a tv show and yeah. have a bunch of action scenes yeah i like a bit of world building over yeah. a bit of money grabbing yeah yeah <laughs> like that's the problem with a lot of video game films is that uh like uh, the most recent one i've seen is the new tomb raider and like with that there's a lot of things which they take from the game like at the start when Lara falls onto the spike thing which goes through her belly and she has to pull it out mm. and it's all very cool watching these things which are taken from the game and then you watch it and you're like ah that was in the game yeah. Yeah. and that's pretty much all that it's designed to do when yeah. you watch it which is a bit of a problem because then that itself is distracting from the fact that you're watching this film you're suddenly not immersed in it anymore in the way of watching a film you remember playing you start, the, the the game and you're pulled out of the reality yeah. that you were placed into <laughs> you start looking for easter eggs yeah pretty much and like as soon as she picks up the two guns and you're like because she has two guns in the game I get it oh I get it now right <laughs> she doesn't rock the dual wield pistol in that game does she nah not till right at the end yeah same yeah. same with the film as well right at the end she has two guns another reason why they can't really do Horizon Zero Dawn just to say because obviously you, uh, this is a very weak <laughs> argument you know how many outfits they have I will get spitting mad if they do not wear the particular one that I like to wear well but... I mean like if they did it if they did it like, I imagine if they were going to do a Horizon Zero Dawn thing they probably wouldn't do it on Aloy because Aloy has a set no. story that's already present and that's what the game is they so would they do would it do it on, on someone like Ross they do it on Ross or they do it on the very on the past yeah on the past how how the, that would, the virus you know actually that would broke, actually be a really broke good out I think in good. general that is how you can make a good film from a video game and mm. it actually be a good film as mm. if it's not a direct faithful sequel sequel a direct faithful adaptation so you're not just copying the story or something like that you're, you're taking, you're taking it in the universe yeah and you take a bit of it and making it bigger yeah, yeah. Give, give us something we haven't seen but we know something about with characters we're familiar with yeah build on yeah. something that we don't know about mm. that we only know a little bit about mm. just take that and build on it like what the first Resident Evil did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the best, probably, in terms of actual world building and story. It, I think it might be the best video game film. Though I, you know, just love Resident Evil, so <laughs> might be a bit biased. Video game films are always going to get pandered, even if they are 
no matter how good they are anyway. I actually saw quite a funny article online, which I didn't read, but the title was, um, Is Lara's Outfit Too Similar to the Game? Oh, goodness sake. And I was sake. like, it's a complete faithful adaptation of the game. It's of course, it's supposed to look like the game. You would just be lucky that her uh, boobs aren't triangular, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> what, she had some pointy nips? So insane. <laughs> I was just like, what even is this article? It's about a person who is on an island for the entirety of the game, who you'd, has one outfit. You'd think it would be like, do you think her outfit is impractical? Well, yes, her outfit is incredibly <laughs> impractical for what she's doing. Not, is it too similar to the game? Well, of course it is. That's what she fucking derives from. It's based on the fucking game. Duh. Entirely. Fucking. I know, but, you know, like, just be happy she's wearing trousers. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> I do like the old one, though. It's very 90s. You know, it's it is very 90s. It's just something about Angelina Jolie. She looks mean. She just looks really mean. Laura was really mean. No, but I mean as in she just looks like a really malicious person. Alright. <laughs> That's why she plays such a, such good evil characters. That's why she steals other people's husbands. She was great as Maleficent when Maleficent Jesus was Christ. Whoa. Wow. Like, just picked up on what you just said. <laughs> Throwback. That's like... I would never forgive you! <laughs> That's like, we're talking Mr. and Mrs. Smith level of... Yeah, we're talking uh, 2009. Shit. <laughs> that, is, that is digging up old wounds, right? <laughs> Even Jennifer Aniston's over that. <laughs> Miss Croft, I think you're trying to cheat me out of my little ray of sunshine. Why would I try and cheat you out of anything now? I need you to get the piece so I can steal it from you later. Julius, make a mental note. Kill Miss Croft if she attempts any such thing. Thank you so much for watching. Um, we will be back next week as normal. Um, if you want to message us, you can email us at whatsonpodcast at outlook.com or you can tweet us at whatson underscore podcast. I'm going to ask the question again. I think I asked it a few episodes ago. Oh, what? Has anyone actually sent any messages yet? Um, <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, we're we're still very new. We aren't very good. <laughs> in all fairness, speak uh, for yourself. Oh, in all fairness, like we've never had like a fan base to fall on. <laughs> so. I am my own fan base. I'm all the fans I need. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Well, goodbye. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Oh!